and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Chris, the Herons are back. And we got messy. What's going on? What, 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 what? Where is the information? I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing fiesta. I felt like we were playing a 2 8. It was just a 2 8. Let me tell you, Danny is about to get. has the guts. We're entering a new era of Miami Heat basketball. I say finals are bust, no matter Call what. Call that the Dion Waiters era? I'll tell, oh, I'll tell him to shut up. It's fine. I think Bam needs to become the face of the team. Jimmy, Jimmy all the way. I mean, Tyler Hero, you're going 4 for 12. Get out of here. When you had Bryant, Hero, and Duncan all out there at the same time, like, who's playing defense in that lineup? King Riles, the godfather. Pot the rat. Yeah. The, God, the beauty of heat culture is because I think it's a real thing. This like, culture thing, I mean, look, it started with Pat, you know, back in the, in the 90s. Italy, you got any thoughts? Anthony Mason? Isaac Austin. So, Jamal Mashburn. Take your Jamal Mashburn to give you a Grant Long. John Crotty. Jamal Harkless? Is... Hey, Eddie Ooh. Curry. Sounds good. <laughs> Eddie Curry. <laughs> no question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Nobody's afraid of a little Eddie Curry reference, my friends. <laughs> Welcome to the Battered Heat Fans Podcast. I am your host, Chris Duran, and alongside me, I have two other Battered fans. Danny is not able to be on the show today, but we're going to keep it moving because we got a lot of heat and culture to talk about. So we'll start it off with the man over to my right which is italy jet what's going on italy how's everything hello and happy new year you battered heat fans beautiful people i'm good salada what's up man Oof, i am chilling i am good look my predictions for you know the last week didn't actually you know plan out the way i thought but hey when you beat lebron and uh, you beat the Sixers in one week, I'll take it any day. Well, and I mean, look, we we ended up uh, out of this out of this road trip. We ended up going two for four. Right. Which I mean, it's OK. Right. We'll take it. But the one thing that stands. Yeah. But the one thing that stands out, which Danny's been slamming this whole week is we're in fourth place, baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're climbing up the ladder and we're in fourth place but before we go ahead and get to that what we're going to talk a little bit about is what a lot of you have been waiting for guys thank you guys for coming on and checking us out here at the heat at the batter heat podcast and we have something special lined up for you guys thanks to none other than solana he is willing to donate uh his seats for a game of this coming month which it is this image right here, exactly where the seats are. It's for the game against Sacramento Kings on Wednesday, January 31st. Now, before we talk about how we're going to, before we talk about who's going to get them, we've got to talk a little bit about the rules. So for those of you that are watching, I put the rules up on the screen and there's only three steps, guys. We're going to make it very simple for you guys. 
All you got to do is, number one, follow the Battered Heat Fans YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe. Throw a couple thumbs up on there as well if you can, if you, of course, like the content. And then number two, you got to follow the Battered Heat Fans on Twitter or Instagram, one of the two. Some of you might not have uh, Twitter. But if you do, go ahead and give us a follow there as well. And then on one of our recent Battered Heat fan videos, we need you to comment I want ticks with your Twitter or Instagram username so that way you can have access to be able to enter into the giveaway for the game against the Sacramento Kings on January 31st. Sounds Seems pretty, pretty easy, simple. You know? It's pretty easy. Pretty simple, guys. All you guys got to do is just, like I said, subscribe to our channel on YouTube, uh, subscribe to our channel on Twitter, and then leave us a comment on our yep. last video on YouTube. So, And, guys, everybody uses, you know, uses the bathroom in the morning. You know, you wake up tomorrow morning, you listen to the podcast, you know, because, you know, it's a little bit late. So you listen to the podcast, and while you're listening – Use your thumbs, you know, use your thumbs, you know, you slide up, you can keep listening, use your thumbs. And like, like, like Chris said, just subscribe yes. to the channel, follow one of the, you know, one of the social medias and comment either on this one or possibly the next one. I want ticks and your handle so we can, you know, enter you in the raffle and you'll get to see what it's like to be me for one heat game. And let's yes. be honest, the bathroom is your second office for anybody. Just do what you do. It is. Yeah, you take care of business. There you go. Take care of business. (laughs) Just like Mike, take care of business on the court. Exactly. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, guys. And Mike V is uh, mentioning in the chat, Tyler, the heat hero. And if he's in the bathroom, he's not using any of his thumbs. Absolutely. That sounds like a disaster. But you guys get the gist. Go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter. Give us a follow on YouTube. And then comment on the last YouTube channel with uh, whatever credentials you're going to be using. But before we go ahead and get to the tickets, let's go ahead and get to some of the matchups that we had recently. And we're going to go from the past and get over to today. Uh, We had a matchup on Thursday last week, and this was before we turned the year. uh, And it was against the Golden State Warriors and Stephen Curry. And that game surprisingly went a lot smoother to me than i expected guys i watched that game and well let me get to your thoughts first solana what did you expect of the game what was your idea behind the game and what did you like about the matchup against the warriors well the first thing that i was completely shocked was i had no idea lowry you know wasn't playing so my sources you know let me down uh AKA my brother. Um, and, uh, you know, I, he, he, he didn't notify me ahead of time. So, you know, I, I turn on the game and I see RJ Hampton. And so I'm not bummed. I'm not bummed. Um, I'm actually kind of happy. I want to see a young guy yeah. play. And, dude, you know, but but, I, but I'm thinking, shit, you know, if, if I'm willing, if I'm looking to bet, I ain't betting on the heat, you know. Yeah. Looking at Steph Curry, you know, you're of looking course. at – you know, Clay Thompson on the other side, and then their other rookie who's who's been or their rookie who's been really, really good. I'm not sure if you got to take a look at him, but Brandon Podzemski. Wow, yeah. he's 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 actually really, really good. I'd say he's up there in like the top 10 rookies. So look, a lot of firepower on the other side. I was not 
you know, let's say I was not thinking the outcome that ended up happening was going to happen because Heat had it pretty much in control the entire game, although they yeah. lost in the fourth quarter. Uh, Italy, what do you think about those fourth quarters, bro? I mean, <laughs> feel like I've been saying all, all, all we, we both been saying this all year round with these damn fourth quarters, man. Last yeah. five minutes all the time. Hey, I thought we were going to win this game no matter what. I was super excited. I'm so happy the what Hero is doing, man. Like, he, the big four. We have a big four now. As of right now, today, we have a big four. Wakez Jr. is not playing like a rookie. He's playing like a guy that's been playing four to six years. Like, what he's doing is just not normal right now for a rookie. And then, Bam out of Bayou, man. I swear, Bam keeps this team together. And I love every minute of it. Kane, when people step up, baby, take care of business. Put in the pocket, dishing some balls there, dishing some balls there. It's great. I love it. I love the win. I love the teamwork. It's phenomenal. Well, one of the things that stood out to me, especially with the Golden State Warriors game, is that the pace was controlled completely by the heat, right? Mm -hmm. Golden State Warriors are more of a, run up the run up the the court fast paced uh catch them while they're slipping and they play a lot of teams that play sort of the same style where it's a rush 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 get to the three point line but the heat from what i noticed they were able to really slow the game down and by slowing the game down you take the golden state warriors out of what keeps them really chugging along and keeps them playing you know to their cohesiveness you know, once you slow that game down, we're talking about like 90s basketball again, you know, which is like my dream. That's kind of what that game reminded me of. And I felt like we prospered. I mean, you're talking about so many players on the Golden State Warriors went into double digits. We had our big three and along with, you know, other players contributing. But for the most part, you know, uh, Adebayo kicked in with uh, really good stats. Tyler Hero with 26 points. You got Triple J. I mean. You know, uh, we did fairly fucking good against a Golden State Warriors team that I didn't expect to to play good against them. Absolutely. No, I mean, you, you said it. And really, I, I think it was the bench that, you know, that made the difference in that game. Yes. If you, you know, if you look at the bench, you know, you you got, you know, Duncan didn't have his best game in terms of points, but the space yeah, yeah. that it gives you is mm -hmm. unbelievable. Jamal Kane, just like Italy said, I mean, Italy's going nuts over Kane. Uh, who's yeah. not 18 points and he's he's been giving you maximum maximum 120 percent effort every single time Spo puts him in you know what about what about Nico Jovic Nico Jovic getting in you know some consistent minutes got the start last night against you know the Lakers you know the the, the heat are just getting you know or like we keep talking about next man up mm -hmm. and, exactly and 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 it doesn't matter who Spo puts in you know, who he inserts, it's just working right now. The only thing, you know, that we have to make sure we steer clear of is that injury bug, which right now, has, yeah. you know, has gotten Jimmy. But as long as we can keep, you know, our other guys, Triple J, Tyler Hero, Bam, you know, Duncan, those guys healthy, you know, exactly. I think we can keep climbing and climbing and climbing. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's, you know, that's the name of this episode, right? We're climbing. Yes. And and Curry went three for 15, like Joe Kerr is mentioning. I mean, that's absolutely killer. That's absolutely killer. So that that definitely helped us. And on top of that, you have players like, you know, our guys that were sort of chipping in and playing 
at a pretty good intensity. So I think that for the most part, we had a lot of contri- uh, you know contribution from some of our guys, like like you mentioned, from Kane, you had Jovic. Anytime you have a guy with an itch at the end of his name, you got to keep him forever. Okay, guys? Like, let, let me just put that out there. So absolutely. Um, and then might be too, too much South beach. The game was in golden state. If I, if I, if I don't, if I remember, you are yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It was in LA the Clippers yeah. and Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So uh, were there any other thoughts that you guys had about the golden state warriors game that you want to go ahead and mention before we move on to the next matchup? Just one Jovic yeah. is coming. Yes. Coming. Oh, absolutely. Yes, coming. absolutely. And you and to get a contribution like that from him, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get into Jovic pretty goodly, you know, pretty well in the in the next couple games. But he's somebody that's been contributing big time. So, moving on to the next matchup, we go from the Warriors. Still in 2023, we stay on the 30th of December, which is on Saturday last week. We play in Utah, and we end up taking a a big fat L in the city yeah. of Utah yeah. and in and, and the city of Salt Lake. So that wasn't a really good game. We, you know, from what I saw, I, I mean, I saw JJJ, he had, you know, a couple, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had a couple, a couple turnovers mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I wasn't too happy with that game. And I got to be honest, I hate the way Sexton plays. I play basketball. And when somebody sticks their arm out, when they're, when they're dribbling the ball, that absolutely infuriates me. That's one thing that I noticed as well, coming from Colin Sexton. But he's a good player nonetheless. What did what were your thoughts on that on that Utah Jazz game, Italy? What were your thoughts on the game, and and what did you think where we crumbled or where we could have done better? Since when is Olnick good? I just crazy. hey, he, hey, K, hey, hey, hey don't, he, don't disrespect Ko man. He was a he was good he on the heat. The heat. He was I very mean, good with the heat as a backup killed, center and as a stretch forward. He killed um, this game. He killed this game. He did. he did. He killed this game. I mean, Sexton was good. And, I mean, put some respect on Bam Adebayo, man. Come on. Like, everything what he's doing. 28 points here with 25 points. But it's the defense, the turnovers. Jovic didn't play good defense as well. That's what hurt us, and they just kept coming, especially Sexton, Sexton and Olnick as well. Yeah, absolutely. And what about you, Danny? What did you see in the game that that stood out, you know, poorly or or positively? I mean, look, out of bio with 28 points, it's like what Italy just said. You kind of got to give him credit for that. Adebayo's done a really good job at really taking this team and putting it on his back. Mm-hmm. Look, I think I think there was a couple of things that, that happened this game. This could have been a game where um you know, maybe the Heat were looking ahead. You know, it was just before New Year's Eve. You're going to spend yeah. New Year's Eve probably in L.A. They probably spent – I doubt they spent it in, in Salt Lake City. Definitely they spent it in L.A. Yeah. But um, so, you know, it could have been, you know, one of those games where you're maybe looking ahead to the Clippers um, or you're looking – you know, you're looking ahead to to the to New Year's Eve. And they, yeah. they just, again, lost the fourth quarter. I, I know it didn't help that, that Jimmy, you know, didn't play a lot of minutes – um, I believe he got he got hurt again, and and, and you said it. Uh, you know, Triple J didn't have his his best game in, in a really long time. Um, you know, he had a, a really long time stretch of of very good games, and you know, he had only had nine points, one you know one assist, one rebound. You know, a couple of costly turnovers there in the fourth quarter, and and in the fourth quarter, 
again, was the difference. You know, uh, Utah, Utah beat the Heat by eight points. And yeah. we were tied by the time we yeah. got to the fourth quarter. Right, right. And we lost the fourth yeah. quarter by eight points. Mm-hmm. So the fourth quarter was absolutely the quarter that broke us. Absolutely. And, and, and what else is new? Let me let me put some respect on on you know we're putting some respect on our own players, but Keontae George, who is a rookie for the Utah Jazz, had an unbelievable fourth quarter. I mean he he had twenty one yeah. points overall in the game, but he killed the Heat in the fourth quarter. He made a couple of very clutch threes and a couple of clutch baskets, and that's really what killed us. The combination of Keontae George, Kelly Olynyk spreading the floor. And Laurie Markkinen having a couple of very key baskets in the fourth quarter just killed the heat. Um, and, and it just so happens that you just lose to the stinky jazz. Nobody likes to lose to the stinky jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sexton, to me, he he needs to dribble better. He needs to stop sticking his arm <laughs> out like if he's a running back. I hate players that absolutely do that. But, I mean, look, he's points. a talented player. huh? 22, 22 points. Yeah, 22 points. You know, he was 8 for 14. He so. played for the Cavs, man. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. So this game against the Jazz, it was super sloppy. I felt like we could have done a lot better, but we'll go ahead and move on to another game, which is right after that one. And, of course, entering into 2024, we play on Monday against the Clippers, which is the Ooh. top team in Los Angeles at the moment. And Jesus, I mean, that team is just fucking stacked. Just watching that game, I mean, it's absolutely, uh, it's it's crazy how how it was so hard to defend against this team because there's literally weapons on every single corner of the court, and that's the one thing that that kind of stood out to me. I mean, there was there was no getting around it. We weren't able to defend properly. Kevin Love was an absolute nightmare on defense like yeah. watching him play defense against this clippers team oh my god that hurt my heart so solana what were your thoughts against the monstars la clippers on new year's day i mean i wouldn't get so far ahead and call them the monsters. i think <laughs> i think they you know i i think they had a, a great game against a heat game or a heat team that could have had maybe a hangover, um, you know, missing his, you know, their, their, their best player in, uh, in, in Jimmy Butler, who's injured again. And, and the role players just didn't play the role that they played in, in other games. Um, Jaime had a good game. Jamal Cain was up and down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kyle Lowry. Okay. But you know, everybody else, Duncan and Kevin did their thing, but there wasn't really much of a bench. And and that's what's kind of happening. When when you have injuries, mm-hmm. your bench players are filling in, and the bench is just getting thin. Uh, and I don't know how long the heat can continue. We're just talking about, you know, that they're lucky that the injury bug's not hitting them. But, you know, it looks like as the games are progressing, we're starting to get a little thin. Uh, let's see how that goes into the next game, right? And what about your what about your thoughts, Italy? What did you think about the game? Because uh, and again, I was kind of going over the stats, and one of the things that I noticed is that they kind of had they, they had they kind of had Duncan Robinson a little bit locked up. He didn't seem to have the freedom that he normally does to be able to play his style 
And he was a player that I've been sort of singing his tunes this year, but it seemed like he wasn't really comfortable in that in this game. But other than that, what, what were your thoughts on the game, Italy? I think overall, it was just really tough to get Duncan going in this game. I mean, Clippers were all over us. They they came yeah. out ready. All their big guys came, came out, and Bam had to take over a lot. Yeah. It's those fourth quarters. It's the defense again. And our bench just didn't pop. When our bench doesn't pop in these kind of games, when especially when you lose the last one, you don't want that to carry over to the next game, especially a big game like this. So yeah. Bam had to lead a lot, and then – Coach Bull tried to switch some things up, and sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. These were just one of those type of games that I look at with the Clippers. You just tip your hat. Like, you're not going to win them all, and and they're a good team. Now, if Butler was here, I think it could have been a little bit different. What do you think? What do you think about that, Solana? Do you think it would have been different? Because I'm looking at the matchup, and we only won the first quarter. The second, the third, and the fourth quarter, I mean, we got blown out in the second quarter by 13 points. We got blown out in the third quarter by nine points. I mean, in the fourth quarter, forget about it. I mean, the, it's already hung up. But do you think it would have been different if uh, Butler would have would have had some time on the court? If, if you're talking about a healthy Jimmy Butler, absolutely. I think it makes a difference. And why does it make a difference? Because of the, the defensive wrinkle that he adds to the game and yeah. you know he can essentially then cover a Kawhi james Leonard harden. cover right a james harden cover a russell westbrook when when he's in the game and he takes away that player whereas now you know without a jimmy butler you're almost left if you looked at that lineup i mean jaime jaquez who plays you know pretty good you know pretty above average defense for a rookie you know tyler hero zero defense uh jamal kane he plays defense, but again, he's still young. He's still learning the system. Yes. He's still, you know, getting accustomed to the game. And Kyle Lowry, uh, he does what he can, you know, with with who he is. And so you're left with only one guy in there, which is Bam. And if yeah. Bam has to step out and not cover the rim, then these guys are just getting into the lane. And that's what you saw. Not Not when they were only getting into the lane, when they couldn't get into the lane. These guys are pulling up from all over the place. Kawhi was hitting threes. They were getting the offensive oh, rebounds. Yeah. I mean, it was just one yeah. of those games where, you know, Murphy's Law, whatever can right. can go wrong for you, just did. Yeah. You know, you just got to get through the game and pray nobody gets hurt. Uh, that that just would have been, you know, the, the end of, of a terrible, terrible night. Uh, luckily, that didn't happen, and we were able to go to, to you know, play the uh, the lesser team, in, uh, or I guess the, the, the worst team in town. <laughs> well, it, and and also like Russell Westbrook stepped up too in some ways, and Hardman just kept shooting those threes. Once you got everybody going on a roll, like we have been saying about the Heat, when everybody's on, no one can stop us. Everyone was on, yeah. and we just couldn't stop them. It was those kind of games. Well, and then you also have you have Powell that kicked in with twenty two points. You have mm -hmm. Paul George with twenty three. Mm -hmm. You had Kawhi Leonard with twenty four points. I mean, you had Mann with 12 points, and those are critical points. James Harden with 15. Russell Westbrook had eight, but that's a light eight. I mean, he had three assists. He had a, a bunch of rebounds. You know, we're, we're talking about he, he made a contribution in other ways that weren't exactly seen by just points. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Now, moving forward, uh, we end up finally arriving to the matchup that everybody was sort of waiting for. It was the matchup that 
happened last night. Uh, it was, uh, of course, against the LeBron James's Los Angeles Lakers. And we walked away with a really sweet dub against LeBron James and his LA Lakers. So I see that you're chomping at the bit, Danny. I'm I, I'm di- I'm dying to ask like and th- this is a serious question and, and the the viewers can they can comment as well. Can we say that we beat the champions? Ooh. <laughs> like, and 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 then wait and and if we did, you know, I just want to say this, Lacroix. Thank you very much for you know you don't sponsor me, but you should because I, I drink a Lacroix on every single YouTube video I've ever come out on. So thank you, Lacroix. I'm celebrating. Cheers. We beat the champions. Yes, beat the champions, and we beat them handedly by 14 points. Which Jovich, his matchup, to be honest, um, puff, baby, he, puff, puff, puff. Yeah, his his last matchup against the LA Clippers was the worst, but then he ended up making it up and just like a stud coming out with 15 points, three for five from three point line, and then you had contributions all over the place. I mean, you had JJJ with 16 points, Adebayo with 15 points, Kyle Lowry with 10, Tyler Hero with 21, Kyle, uh, Kyle Love with 10, Duggan Robinson 13, Richardson with 10. I mean, you got it all over the place, guys. So, obviously, we're ending with a high here. Yes. What, what were your thoughts, Italy, in terms of, like, the Lakers matchup, how sweet it was to get this win against them? You saw his thoughts. He was puffing away at that cigar. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you can, it doesn't get a better team win than this. All eight players that played had over 10 points or at least 10 points. And the four players that played, they got a minute, but like it doesn't matter. When those eight players come on and just destroy like we just did, you can yeah. tell like all the YouTube and all the shorts and all the Twitter with, with Butler, you could tell the progression with Jovic. Like he is yeah. spending a lot of time with Jovic just to get him even ready with the rookies and stuff. Like Hawkins came into his own this game as well. And of course, you got Hero doing hero things. This was a great all-around team win. This is what he culture win was about. And just to make it even sweeter, it was against the Lakers. Just saying. Just saying. And and Love before it. we get before we get to your thoughts, uh, Solana, Steve Munoz is chiming in. You need to get a better LaCroix. Come on, man. <laughs> what's wrong what's wrong with the plain lacroix i mean i like the i like the plains i like the lemons i'm, and I'm not v, about the exotic flavors you know and mike v thinks that there's no such thing as a, a good lacroix so so now that oh, everybody's kind of crapped on you for your taste in lacroix what were your thoughts on the lakers matchup well, i don't know what my thoughts are lebron james had 12 points facts and nine assists <laughs> love it Love it. Love it, baby. Love it. And I don't know, bro. I don't maybe he was tired. I, I know we like to chant Miami. Yeah. LeBron's tired because he never likes to play when he comes back to Miami. Uh, because he's ashamed that he left the heat in the first place. We understand, <laughs> we know you're ashamed. Yeah. Um, but 12 points. Come on, bro. Jaime Jaquez Jr. Did you see that turnaround that he hit on Braun? Did oh, it was that? so great. That line that drive. Woo! Woo! Look, I will tell you this. As soon as he did that, I went to my phone, went to my phone. I went on the Hard Rock app, and I threw down 100 bucks on Jaime Jaquez Jr. plus 4,000 
for winning rookie of the year after I saw him do that. I oh, talked about so it. You made it. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, throwing it down. It was a hot take. I put that bet in last night after I saw that. We'll see if it comes out. Uh, you know, plus four thousand. So hey, I'm on the I'm on the triple J train. I am on the triple J train. Woo-hoo! And Joe Kerr just and Joe Kerr mentioned coconut LaCroix with vodka. So that seems like it's a pretty good mix. I don't know. It sounds it sounds like something my wife would drink. And Mike V says that you just lost a hundred bucks. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know Mike V. That uh, Solana's been onto something here, and I think that if he put down a hundred bucks, I think he might come out a winner with the way that JJJ's been playing. I mean, Italy Jed, is he wrong here? Well, I mean, just like I said in the beginning of the show, he's playing like he's been in the NBA for four to six years right now. Like he's he making those steps. He's making, yeah. and, and he even said, man, he was happy that no LA team got him. He's happy to be in Miami. And that's just music to my ears every time. <laughs> and I want to echo what you're saying because Spolstra, uh, you know, he was, he was interviewed uh, by Kristen Peak from Yahoo Sports. And he said, you know, he, he talking about Jaime Jaquez, you're not really developing any kind of grit or learning a role or embracing a role the way that Jaime did if you're basically coming out of college as, you know, a number one option as a freshman or you're some sort of Absolutely. five-star recruit. And so yeah. Triple J, he said, you know, he goes on to say he had a different kind of path that we respect. And, mm-hmm. and, and you can see that because he's not your typical rookie who needs two to three years to learn the system. Look, you have a rookie like Wemby, who he's an absolute freak, man. That guy's what seven six, uh, ex- extreme wingspan, and plays almost like a point guard. The guy's a freak, you know. But other than that, if he didn't play like a point guard, he would just be any, you know, just any other just center, a, right? A standard right, big man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you really look at the rookies that are in contention for rookie of the year. I mean, yeah, Wemby, because he's a freak, but that's really what he's got going for him. He gets injured and he's done. You know, Chet Holmgren, another guy, he's a fantastic player, but he's one injury away from going down. And if that's the case, then I'm going to be one very, very, very happy man. Oh, absolutely. The money's going to be just just chugging in. And JJJ is going to get that. And, uh, I mean, I could see that happening. You just got to hope that Wemby takes a takes a, a pretty t- a pretty long tumble. Well, uh, he did. He did miss a few yeah, games just he did, recently. Yeah. And he yeah. he had an ankle injury. And he came back tonight against the Bucs. Uh, you know, they were winning in, uh, in the fourth quarter with about 10 minutes to go. I don't know how the game ended up because, obviously, we're on the show together now. Uh, and before this, I would, you know, I was obviously watching the battered herons. So, uh, it, I don't know how Bucks it ended won. up. But, Bucks won well, Bucks 125 won. to 121. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Wemby. He, I think he's still frail. I think what he needs to do is he needs to go into the off season. Actually, he should come live with me in Miami. Uh, you know, we'll take him to La Carreta. Uh, we'll do some, you know, we'll do some parrilladas for him. We'll, we'll load him up with some meat, some Uruguayan Argentinian meat and some wine and exactly. and, drink, and drink and drinking LaCroix and we'll beef <laughs> him up. We'll beef him up for San Antonio. That's what we'll do. Hey, pop. It's right here, man. You got the Uruguayan, the Uruguayan cook right here, ready to go. Yeah, go ahead, Italy. Mark my words. Solana, say it with me. Joaquez Jr. will win rookie of the year. Clip that. Oof. Let's Oof. go. 
I mean, Ooh. you guys, you guys are locking it in. I mean, I'm, lock, I'm locking it in. I don't know about Solana. He didn't say it with me, so who knows? I mean, <laughs> well, I put the, I well put he the put the in, money so. on it. He put the bet in. He put the hundo on it. So if he's locking it in, just like you're locking it in. Um, right. I mean, look, I, I could see it happening. And the best part is, is that you do see how JJJ has been playing. You do see sort of the the difference in how he plays as a rookie. He's not making too many common mistakes. He plays with uh with 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 a sort of awareness that you don't really get to see a lot of times from from rookie players. So that's one thing that we got going for us as an organization. Absolutely. Now we talked about the last four games, and I want to talk a little bit about the upcoming schedule before we talk about where we're seated at. We have our upcoming schedule, right? We got the Suns. We're going to be playing against them tomorrow, and we're away for that one. And then after that, we come home on Monday, and we play against the Houston Rockets, and then we play at home again against the Oklahoma City Thunder. So what do you guys see is going to be our record? Because right now, as it stands, we're 20 and 14. What do you think it's going to look like? Uh, what do you think it's going to look like, Italy, out of those three games against the Heat, against the Suns, the Rockets, and the Thunder? I think it's going to be close with the Rockets and Suns because we like to make it close and we like to make it difficult. But I still think we're going to win. I think we're going to win those two games. Thunder, I think we are going to lose. We're going to go two and three in these next three games. And what about you, Solana? What do you think is going to be? What's your prediction against these three next matchups? Three and zero. You think it's just going to be a clean sweep? Three and zero. We're beating all three teams. Absolutely. Yeah. KD, KD, he's got those old ankles. Uh, you know, uh, my my, and, and they're just not the same team. What what they did in the off season by getting rid of of DeAndre Ayton and and making all these offseason changes. I just don't see Phoenix being that, uh, you know, overbearing team who's going to just run over the Western Conference, and they're just not doing that. They're struggling uh, against, uh, you know, they were struggling against the Magic uh, the other day. They were struggling against the Hornets, and then they pulled it off. They lost to the Mavs. They lost to the Kings. They lost to the Blazers a couple weeks ago. So, this is not. This is a formidable, formidable bunch out in uh, out in the desert, and and I think the Heat can pull off. You know, some may call it the upset. Um, I I don't think it'll be an upset. I think I think the Heat should be favored in this matchup. So I think the Heat will go three and zero. Uh, the Heat will be twenty three and fourteen, and I just want to get it in there. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that next Wednesday matchup against Chet Holmgren. And the Oklahoma City Thunder, it's going to be really nice to see Triple J against Chet Holmgren. But watch out because Shea Gilders Alexander is really, really, really good. I do think that we're going to go two and three. I don't know if we're going to go three and oh. I do think yeah. that we're going to go two and three. And I think that we're going to take a loss against the Thunder. I was considering Dang. the Suns as a loss as well. But yeah, they've been on the downturn and they haven't been winning too many games and they've been losing a lot of games against crappy opponents. So I do see that we are going to come out positive two out of three. But I think that we can possibly take a loss against uh, against the Thunder. That's what I think. Absolutely. Same. Absolutely. Same. Same. The Thunder, and, have, know, Danny, Thunder have really good play- players. 
Yeah, and the and Danny agrees. He thinks that the Suns suck. Maybe he just feels like that because Kevin Durant left his stupid Brooklyn Nets in order <laughs> to join the Phoenix Suns. Um, so you know that it is what it is. And Mike V, before before I missed this comment, Mike V mentioned Uruguayans cook the best vacío. Vacío, vacío, yeah. yeah. And uh, not not only do we cook the best vacío, we cook the best entraña, the best picaña, uh, really any meat. Uh, if if anybody wants to come, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a battered fam uh, barbecue at a park, and I'll cook. Maybe we'll raise that's, some funds and we'll do something like that. Sounds like fun. That sounds like a fucking. You know what? We got to pencil that in, Danny. If you're still chiming in, if you're still chiming in, if you're still hanging out, Danny, you need to go ahead and pencil that in so we can be able to to work that around. So now that we talked about the schedule guys we're going to talk about where we stand in the eastern conference fourth place baby okay finally we are up in the top four and hopefully like you said solana that we're going to be able to keep climbing up and holding on to that holding on to that spot if not better um i mean look we are how many games are we so far we're 34 games in we're not halfway yet and and this is just just is just kind of just kicking the shit here. What do you think? You think we're gonna end up? Uh, you think we're gonna end up higher than fourth seed, uh, Solana? After after we go into the to mid break. Uh, you mean going into the All Star break? Yeah, going yeah, into All Star. I, I mean, I think the Heat are definitely gonna be in the top four going into the All Star break. I mean, if you t- if you take a look at the schedule coming up. Uh, there are a lot of favorable matchups. Like we talked about, you get yeah. a Rockets team who is, is probably overperforming what they what folks thought they were going to do. You get a, yeah. a team who in, in, sometime in January who is beatable, a Raptors team who is beatable, the Magic twice, the Hornets, the Grizzlies. Not a lot of tough, tough matchups where you could say, whoa, like that really scares you. Maybe yeah. the Celtics towards the end of january uh maybe the kings game who the kings are in the top five in the west if you want those tickets it's a really good game don't forget to follow uh you know don't forget to subscribe so you can get those tickets but that you know those are the games that i pencil in in my schedule uh to go to which i think are maybe you know tough games or or games where we could possibly really lose those are the ones i like to go to um so yeah, I, th- I think absolutely. I think the Heat are, you know, should definitely win a lot more than they should lose over the next, let's say, thirty days going into the break, and, and we should, ha- you know, we should be in the top four going into the break. And what about you, Italy? I mean, we're in the fourth, we're in fourth place right now, and and Solana definitely sees us going above, if not staying and remaining in fourth place. What do you think? What do you think might be the outcome by the time we get to the All Star break? I am only worried about the Celtics. That's the only team I'm ever worried about. I'm not worried about any other team. This team controls its own destiny all the time, and it seems like they find a way to get out of it because of Smoltra, the culture, and just everything with our bench. I absolutely think we can definitely get second, third, or fourth place. Whoa, whoa. Gonna, what, what happened? What happened? Why are you worried about the Celtics, bro? Hey, I I, I just have Why something. are you worried about Bam? Bam? You know, Bam just That's told, That's Bam told Tatum, only Bam team. told Tatum, no. And last year, we just made and him that, suffer a little bit, and then we beat them in their own building. Hey, I hey, mean, come you on. Never you, you never know. You never know. You never know. 
You never know. Second, third, or fourth place, like I said, it's all about the culture. But I definitely think we we can definitely make something happen with that. I don't want anyone else. I want this team to stay the way it is. Don't want to bring anybody in as well. I, I like that. I like that you just timed in with that. You don't want to bring anybody else in. I Look, I like the way that the team is standing now. I mean, hopefully Jimmy Butler can be able to get back into shape and, you know, we'll be in, in, in sort of tip-top, you know, standing for for the future um but for the most part that I, I could definitely see us remaining in fourth if not like in third or second place in the east and danny is chiming in in the chat if it wasn't for the rougher one to four start of the season this team would have been competing for first place i mean absolutely i mean we're we're only what we're only a couple a couple games we're about s- seven games behind first place i mean the celtics listen solana Six and a half. The Celtics six and a half 26 games. And, yeah. Yeah. Six and a half games were but the but the Celtics are twenty-six and seven, Papa. They're not they're not a pushover either. Bring them on. Bring them on. Yeah. I get it, but Bring that's the on. only team that's gonna be tight. That's the only team it's gonna be tight with. So now before we go ahead and finish the show, guys, just like how we began it, we're gonna finish it off with the same information. Uh, we are doing a battered uh, Heat fan uh, ticket giveaway, and it is going to be for this game that you see on your screen. It's going to be for the Heat against the Sacramento Kings on Wednesday, January 31st. That picture is taken from where the seats are. And above on that, here are the rules. Again, if you didn't get it in the beginning, make sure you follow the Batter Heat fans YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe there. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter or Instagram or both if you can. And then make sure that you comment on the most recent YouTube video, I Want Ticks, and put your Instagram username or your Twitter username so that way you can be able to have access to the giveaway. And we'll be giving away those tickets on our next episode next Thursday at exactly 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but before we go, any last words, Italy Jet? Listen, according to the intro, you know, I'll tell anybody to shut up. I love where this team is going. I love this team overall. And um, give a shout out to Kendall Gill, man. Kendall Gill, man. Shout out, brother. (laughs) Shout out, brother. What a great, what an absolutely great, great, great heat player to throw out there. Uh, I, I I I don't know if I can do that you know, do anything better than Kendall Gill. Wow. And I had a really, really good one too. I was going with AC green and this guy just threw me off with Kendall Gill. I could have gone with Ricky Davis too. I mean, I don't know. Oh, that was my next one. I'm full of them. (laughs) That was my next one. (laughs) Well, if you can, if you can comment your, your most favorite random heat player down in, you know, in the comments here, dude, please, that, that will just, we'll put, put we'll make a game out of it or something at one point, but, We'll do yes. like the we'll, we'll make it into a bracket. I will put together. I will personally put together a bracket, and we'll put something together where we vote on it every week. I think that'll be a fun game. Absolutely. And uh, so before we go ahead and end it, I guess uh, I'll go ahead and thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for chiming into the chat. You guys are literally our favorite part of the show. And thank you guys for taking the time to watch us on YouTube. And for those of you that listen on audio, you can catch us on apple itunes on spotify whatever sort of audio platform you guys use as uh italy jet displays his cigar and solana displays his uh, lacroix thank you guys for taking the time 
for listening to us. Make sure that you guys like and subscribe our stuff on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram. Be ready so that way we can go ahead and give you these tickets. Thank you guys for coming in and checking us out. Until the next one, guys, have a good one. And I'll finish it off with Bimbo Coles. And Zang.